Hello, and thanks for stopping by. This is Denise O'Connor with Pearls on Tuesday. And this podcast is about how to start a collection. Collections, by definition, are a group of like objects gathered together. While accurate, this sounds pretty stale to me. Let's explore some simple points that will add excitement and order to the art of collecting. Think about what you love and what will you do with your collection. Collections should be about surrounding yourself with things you love. Therefore, they should be special and limited. If you just gather things for the sake of having them, you might be a hoarder, not a collector. A collector is someone who acquires specific things mostly for their own pleasure. For example, I follow a woman on social media who is called Tarnished Treasures who collects brocante items, especially those related to the dressing table. I enjoy getting inspiration and ideas from her YouTube videos and posts. One of my good friends collects rabbits and bunnies and has since childhood. My husband's grandmother created a collection of Hummel figurines while living in Germany. Before you begin your collection, you must determine what you love and what you will do with it. Most collections are mainly for display. However, some things can be used daily, like Pyrex bowls, dinnerware, books, cars, jewelry, depression glass. Many of us collect seasonal items, meaning that we only bring them out at Christmas, Halloween, Easter, etc., and then they are put away. I have a love of vintage and brocante items, which began in childhood. I truly am a vintage soul. I inherited many of my grandmother's things, which is the basis of my collection of vintage items. And because they belonged to my nanny, they remind me of my childhood. They bring back wonderful memories. And I enjoy collecting and displaying them in creative ways within my home. In other words, my collection has meaning. So first of all, let's talk about looking and learning. I would encourage anyone who wishes to start a collection to do some browsing and research prior to purchasing your first piece. Go to eBay and various marketplaces. There are many on Facebook and Instagram. And look at items you would like to add to your collection. Get an idea of the price point, availability, and location. Read articles and listen to podcasts related to your intended collection. Discover how others make use of similar collections. And if possible, join in on conversations that ask and answer questions or share information. Start slowly. One of the things I collect is chinoiserie, 
specifically blue and white. When I first began my collection, I bought just about anything I came across in the blue and white motif. While I did end up with some very nice pieces, I also ended up with some things of lesser quality and some pieces that I don't find useful or particularly interesting anymore. I have sold or given away most of these by now. Collectors must be patient. The hunt is a big part of the joy and excitement. I tend to be an impatient person, and this was obvious in my chinoiserie collection. Now I am much more discerning when I am considering an addition. I have to really love it to buy it. A pretty piece just doesn't cut it. It has to speak to me in some way. Curate your collection as you go. Once your collection is underway, it is important to do an occasional inventory of what you have and evaluate how it is serving you. As we add items to our collections, other pieces become less important or valued. A good collection should be edited and a collection should be fluid. It is okay for things to move in and out of the group as needed. For example, early on, I bought a set of six chinoiserie napkin rings. They were beautiful and I loved to entertain. The reality was that they stayed in a drawer in my china cabinet because I seldom put napkin rings on my napkins. I finally gifted them to a friend who does use napkin rings often. In the same vein, I purchased a set of chinoiserie wine glasses on eBay. I seldom used them for wine because the size was odd, like a small glass for white wine. I kept two of them and used them on my vanity to hold Q-tips and makeup brushes, and I sold the rest. They were taking up prime real estate in my cabinet, and I later replaced them with some glasses I use more often. Don't be afraid to let something go. Believe me, you will replace it with something better. And concerning the meaning of your collection, I can't imagine having a collection just because it's monetarily valuable. I aim to surround myself with things I love, no matter the cost. I am just as thrilled with a $2 find as I am with something worth much more money. I must be pleased with the look, feel, and message it sends to me. A dear friend commented recently that I needed to sit down and polish my silver. You see, I prefer slightly tarnished metals. It gives it patina. It is the look I like and enjoy. To me, it says, I'm old and used and I have a story. It's just a personal preference for sure. Whatever you decide to collect, make sure it makes you happy and brings you joy. Display your collections proudly and share them with those you love. One of my favorite decorators, Charlotte Moss, said, Our collections become metaphors for our lives. 
and I couldn't agree more. Another one of my favorites is Susanna Salt. She once explained that a collection should not be fussy, but artfully accumulated. I do consider the vignettes I create with my collections to be works of art. Bits and pieces here and there in my home are sculptural to me. Even a tablescape using pieces I collect is an art form I enjoy. I would encourage you to sit down, take some time, and make a list of some things that you would like to begin collecting. Of course, you will add to and narrow the list as time goes on, but it's a practical way to keep you focused on what you're looking for. I hope this post has inspired you to begin a collection or refine one you may have already started. I would love to hear about you choose to collect and why. Take good care of you and yours.